0: What's the point of having a website and doing all this digital marketing to get people to your site and then never talk to them again? Like, it's just a waste, a waste of money.
1: You are listening to Australia's podcast for accountants, Text Talks, the podcast to run and grow your firm. Welcome to episode 251 of Text Talks. This is Heide Robson, and thank you to Class for sponsoring this episode. In the last episode, we spoke about lead funnels. Nathan Watt of Watson and Watt in Brisbane shared with you how he designed his lead funnel and grew from nil to 100 client groups within three years. In this episode, Nathan will tell you how much this all costs. And just on the side, we mentioned Nason's digital agency, King Kong, a few times, as we did in the last episode. But of course, this is not an endorsement as such at all. I'm sure King Kong is really good, but I'm also sure that there are many other really good digital agencies. It doesn't matter who the digital agency is. What is important is for you to see what Nason did or does himself and where he went and got help. So here's Nathan Watt of Watson and Watt in Brisbane about the cost of his marketing. Coming to your website, do you remember how much you paid for your very first website?
0: Uh, yeah, it was 2500
1: and, and that was just a normal WordPress website, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, they basically did the design of it. And so they basically picked a theme, did the design of it, and I had to provide all the the copy or copywriting for it.
1: Yeah, and then who built it? Was it in Australia or overseas?
0: Yeah, no, they built it. Um, it was what they call it now Knight Riley,
1: and it just included the website, no SEO, etc. But you probably then had to pay hundred dollars a month for maintenance.
0: No, there was no maintenance on the no maintenance fee for the website. But yeah, I had to pay for seo and everything else after that
1: and did they also do the seo or you did the seo yourself or you got somebody else to do the seo
0: no they started with the seo originally
1: and how much did you pay for that seo i think it was another two grand or so wasn't it
0: i think it started at 1500 dollars a month and then we got it down to about 950 or something a month and the
1: 1500 dollars a month didn't include any google display ads or google search ads it was just pure seo correct yep wow that's quite expensive. And so then you decided to change to King Kong. And then so King Kong then built the website for you, wrote the copy for you, optimized for SEO, and then set up Infusionsoft for you, correct?
0: No. So I started with King Kong just doing paid advertising. So on the original site, i oh, sorry, I started with the landing page. And they did some AdWords to a separate landing page. So I had basically two websites. One um, was just a landing page to get Consulting inquiries. And then from there, we went into SEO and building a new website to replace the, the original one. When they built that website, it's on WordPress as well. They provided, they wrote all the copy for those websites.
1: Can you remember what you paid just for the landing pages to start with and then what you paid for the website and SEO?
0: Yeah, the landing page was, I think it was $4,000 to do that, which was. A lot of money at the time because I knew I'd built a whole website for two and a half, but the way they pitched it, I suppose, was that they do all the copywriting, which, you know, kind of appealed to me because I didn't know what to write on there for the offer. So they came up with all that sort of stuff. So that's what I, you know, justified the price with the full website that I have now cost, I think it was $10,000.
1: And SEO, did that come with the landing pages or with the website? Or they first started doing SEO with the landing pages. And then, of course, when they did the website, SEO was in their game. Of course, SEO is kind of always there, isn't it? Whenever you write copy, you have SEO.
0: Yeah. No, they started, I'm just trying to think when I started with them for SEO. Because the website I've got now is only about just over 12 months old. And I had SEO before that with them. So they must have started with the old site. And then it, we decided to change it. It got implemented last February, so February 2019. So they started building it just before Christmas, the year before. Yeah, and they did SEO on that website. They didn't do any SEO on the landing page. That was all just paid advertising.
1: Did you set up Infusionsoft yourself or did they do that for you?
0: No, so I got somebody else to do that. Um, I was looking for a, I was using MailChimp originally and it just didn't do what I wanted it to do. I used a consultant who specializes in in Infusionsoft that I've met through Brisbane Club. So I was using MailChimp, but it wasn't really working for me. So I started researching you know, different CRMs, HubSpot and Infusionsoft and a few others. And I just spoke to a couple of people about the use of it. And HubSpot came in really expensive for what I wanted to use it for. So I ended up with Infusionsoft and then I had Catherine Scopel at Keeping Life Simple. She specializes in Infusionsoft. So she set it up for me, did some training, did the first few campaigns, with instructions on how it all works and all that sort of stuff so then I could go ahead and and play with it and use it and build my own campaigns out of it.
1: You said HubSpot was quite expensive for what you wanted to use it for. What did you yeah. want to use it for? So
0: I wanted the campaign functionality so when someone open rather than just sending emails once a month, when somebody signs up for a newsletter or downloads an ebook, I then want a campaign of emails coming out after that. Like you would have seen when you got your ebook, there's three or four emails after that in the sequence.
1: Yeah, six, um, I think.
0: You get that with HubSpot, it was like back then, it was like $250 a month or more for that functionality. And I didn't want to pay that on Infusionsoft. I got it for like $130 a month or something.
1: And how much did you pay the consultant to set Infusionsoft up for you?
0: I think it was four or five thousand. And then I got. The Queensland State Government has a digital grant for this sort of stuff, and I applied for that and got 50% of that funded from them. Oh, okay,
1: good on you. Yeah. That's quite an achievement. I find usually these grants never come through. I had, I had about three guys. That.
0: At I tried to get the grant for a few things that King Kong were doing and they didn't, didn't give it to me. So I put in this last one and then, yeah, I got it.
1: You had been using MailChimp, but of course, that's just an email campaign. You looked mm-hmm. at Infusionsoft. You looked at HubSpot. I assume you also looked at active campaign although active campaign is really just like mailchimp isn't it it's just yeah one responder yeah exactly and how difficult did you find infusionsoft to learn steep learning curve or was yeah, kind yeah. of easy to get into
0: no there's a steep learning curve but if you spend you know a few hours in it you get to understand where how it all operates i wouldn't suggest people try and do it themselves you do need to have some training in how they set it up and their terminology yeah once you got that basic understanding of it It's just a matter of using it. You know, it's a drop and drag sort of thing when you're building a campaign. But if you don't use it for a little while, you're like, well, how do I do that again? So it's good to have something to refer to 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 work that out.
1: Your consultant would have set it up to start with. Mm. And then what you then learned, was it just to pull the right reports? Or did you actually learn to change what she had set up?
0: Yeah, I learned how to build campaigns. So um, in addition, they set up, I think, two or three campaigns to start with. And then I learned how to set up other ones. So how to build them from, here's the sign-up form, get that embedded on the website all the way through to delivering the emails and all that sort of stuff and the timing of those.
1: Is she still engaged? So does she still help you from time to time? There's
0: definitely an ongoing service if you want that. I didn't take it up because my business was small enough at that time. I didn't really need the ongoing support and that many campaigns. So I just did it myself, but... For a bigger business, yeah, there's an ongoing component of it that you can sign up to.
1: Do you feel it was definitely worth the time and the money or do you feel like you could also easily have done without?
0: No, I definitely need a CRM. and There's been multiple times where people have replied to emails from, you know, they've originally inquired, you know, 12 or 18 months ago and they come out of the woodwork when you send one specific email about something. So in that aspect, it's invaluable to be always using it if you're not you know it's like anything if you don't use it it's, it's worthless so you've got to make sure that you're on in front of mind with people and it's an easy way to do that I mean it's it's a simple thing to put in people's dates of birth and then the system does itself so on the on their birthday they get an email saying hey Heidi just wanted to say happy birthday cheers Nathan it cost me nothing with the amount of times people reply and say hey thanks very much that sort of stuff is pretty invaluable then also the people who come out of the woodwork and say hey need to get my tax sorted i'm a few years behind blah 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 yeah email marketing is is far from dead so you do need something to to capitalize on that like what's the point in having a website and doing all this digital marketing to get people to your site and then never talk to them again like it's just a wasted waste of money so you need to be continually marketing to them so whether that's paid advertising through remarketing and google and facebook or just sending them emails and valuable information saying hey here's my latest blog on such and such topic or you know the, the monthly newsletter and upcoming due dates and things like that it sets you apart from most other accounting firms so when they do decide to actually make the move at least you're there to throw your hat in the ring to give them a proposal.
1: I kind of always sort of Infusionsoft or HubSpot etc. As part of the website, so I always assumed that whoever builds the website also then sets up Infusionsoft. Did you find? It was more difficult, or there was a bit of doubling up since one company built the website and then another consultant built Infusionsoft. Did you think that worked fine having two different people do this, or did you find the interface was quite difficult with two different people and it would have been better if it had been done by one team?
0: Yeah, I think it would have been, it probably would have been better with the integration with the site if it was done all together. Where the disconnect is, I think, is you build a website with an offer on it. And then if you don't actually have the email campaign going in after it with the three or four emails, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice. And I didn't realise that, you know, for a long time, for six or 12 months that, hang on, there's nothing after these people sign up for this ebook, there's nothing else happening. So working out what to send them and when to send it to them and what you should say is really quite important. And that's where I had this disconnect of King Kong wasn't doing it. The Infusionsoft consultant, they're not marketers, so they're not going to do it. So it was it was me. Yeah, I think having a marketing firm or someone to actually sit down and go, well, what's the actual sequence of everything in this, I hate to use the word, but funnel, what are we going to send them after they've downloaded the ebook or signed up for the newsletter or they've booked a phone call? What happens after that phone call? When do you call them again? When do you email them again? That sort of stuff is very important.
1: Why do you hate the word funnel?
0: I just think it's overused, those words like everyone's got a funnel.
1: I think it's good to think in terms of a funnel. But yeah, actually talking about it, I think HubSpot, for example, is moving away from a funnel and they think in terms of circles that overlap.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's the true way it should be is people don't necessarily buy in a linear fashion. It's not that you see an ad on Facebook, you click on it, you sign up and then you go and buy it straight away. That's a very small percentage of people that do that. It's more of people who get to know you, and over time, it could be 6 or 12 months that they're finally ready to make a decision about it. So, yeah, the CRM is definitely in the middle of that if you use it correctly. And I think, you know, there's different funnels for different things. So, you know, getting cold traffic, just getting to to know you, you don't necessarily need to bash them over the head to get a sale then and there, particularly in, in professional services. It's not something that happens. It's not like you're buying a pair of shoes or something off the internet and it's gone half price this is, you know, you're buying a relationship with somebody. So it's going to take some time to actually demonstrate your competence and build their trust enough for them to want to come across.
1: I think that's a very good point. I can imagine just Mm. in internet sales in general, there is probably more of a funnel, but with us, it's more about a relationship and that is multifaceted, you know, just as people are multifaceted. So Mm. Yeah, you're right. It's not linear, and hence the um, HubSpot model of just lots of circles that overlap is probably a better reflection of what we need to yeah. deal with. Yeah, it's using
0: the CRM to say, well, what are we going to send this person? How are we going to keep top of mind without annoying them? What information can we send them? What you know, when do we call them? Do we call them every six weeks or every three months or every twelve months or you know, what's that? That sequence, so having a CRM that can automate those reminders, and that yeah, that process is is really invaluable for from the sales point of view,,
1: I just have two more questions for you, and the the first question feels very petty, but I think especially for smaller practices it 's actually a very important question because there are lots of shiny new objects out there, but it 's always a question of of cost. And do you roughly know how much you pay per month for your Infusionsoft subscription and then also for your King Kong website?
0: Website doesn't cost me anything per month. So that was a standalone project. The Infusionsoft is currently, I think it's $130 Australian, but it's based on how many subscribers you have. So once you go over the limits, they increase it, and I may have got a discount through. Through my consultant, I think it goes up to, you know, it can be like $200 a month or something if you've got over 500 subscribers. That's really important to keep your list clean because you'll get people sign up that don't open anything. So you have to go through periodically and delete, well, I do anyway, delete contacts who aren't engaged.
1: And then do you pay King Kong for SEO? Yeah. Can you remember how much that is per month?
0: Yeah, it's seared it into my brain, my bank account. It's currently $3,380 a month.
1: 3000
0: 380
1: dollars a month yeah that's just pure seo right wow and then in addition of course you pay for google display ads right we we spoke about that last time i think for the google display ads you just do a campaign towards the year end and then i think it's a couple of grand isn't it per month so for june and july maybe august but then you stop again
0: Yeah, correct. So I just do it through the busy times. Display ads for Google are quite cost effective because it's only based on a per click sort of thing. So you can run those, you know, $10 a day sort of thing. And that can be, you know, fairly cheap to run, but you don't want to saturate people with the same offer. So coming up with new offers all the time and new creative is quite difficult, especially when you don't have a marketing team or, or an agency to do it for you. So I just run it during the peak times over Christmas. There's no point. So.
1: Just coming back to this SEO so' it's three thousand three hundred and eighty so let's say roughly three thousand dollars per month yeah that's a lot that's over yeah. thirty six thousand a year. What do they do for that for so that money? They just kind of rephrase and work on the landing pages and improve the wording what,
0: what yeah, do a lot do? of it's up, a lot of it's upfront work, so when they first built that site, they do all the keyword research, so they go through and work out what people are you know searching for, they're looking at the difficulty in ranking for those different keywords um, and how many what search volume there is for each of those. So they're working out which ones they should target and there's a bit of a science to it. So is it local area sort of marketing? Is it broader search terms, all that sort of stuff. So they work that out and they come back with a list of 40 or 50 keywords that are going to be the initial targets and then they go and write the, all the copy for those targets and do all the web pages for those. So I think I said last time we spoke, there's a bunch of pages that you don't see on the site through the menu options but are still sitting there. So they've written, you know, probably now they've probably written about 80 or 90 pages of content on that site um, over the last couple of years and then they go through and they make sure that from a technical perspective all the links work, the pages, there's internal linking on all the pages, all that sort of stuff. Then they go out and get back backlinks from other websites to link back to our website. And they do that you know, consistently and then they're managing the, the conversion rate to see what's going on with, okay, we're getting 500 people a month to the site. How many of those are actually doing the things we want them to do? Click on this or fill out that and then they're making adjustments to it.
1: So the $10,000 you paid them at the start for building the website was probably less than the actual work they did. They probably then did a lot of more yeah, the than ten like thousand yeah. yeah. dollars and then they basically recoup their costs through i assume you're on a 12 months contract or similar yeah. and then they recoup those additional costs by charging you three thousand dollars a month correct yeah and then you're probably in a lock-in contract for 12 months and right. then you can and then i think you already indicated that then at the end of that contract you will then Stop with King Kong, and then just manage the landing pages and the SEO yourself.
0: Correct. Yeah, when you first pitched the website, I think it was fifteen or something like that thousand. And I said, "I'm not paying that." Um, and then they came back and yeah, gave me a discount as provided I locked in for SEO.
1: So to summarize, basically, when you look at the marketing machine you have at the moment, you paid ten thousand dollars to start with for the website, but but then paid another forty thousand. On a 12 month contract. So, in total, you probably paid around $50,000 for the website and the landing pages optimized for mm. SEO you have. And then yeah. you paid another around $5,000 for setting up the Infusionsoft mm-hmm. machine and learning how to do it. So, in total, you probably paid $55,000 for the machine. And then, of course, you have the ongoing cost of the Infusion subscription mm-hmm. and then Google Display ads when you run them. Yeah. Correct. When I Googled it, I Googled Infusionsoft and I wanted to have a closer look at Infusionsoft and rejig my memory. Hmm. And I was surprised that Infusionsoft is actually no longer owned by Infusionsoft. It's now owned by Keek or Keak.
0: They just changed the name. So it's the same thing. They've just changed the name. They've got some other, some other yeah, some other product that they want to use as well. So the company was Infusion. the software was Infusionsoft owned by a company called Infusionsoft. And then they wanted to actually build something else. So they changed the company name to KEEP. So now it's Infusionsoft by KEEP.
1: Welcome back. So once Nathan has parted ways with this digital agency, the only cost left is his monthly subscription for Infusionsoft and the display ads he runs around year end. But for that... He has a great marketing engine that will send him new clients for many years to come. Thank you for listening and thank you to Class for their support. Bye for now and see you in the next episode.